Rise up in my life, so I hustle I work to find the finer things up in my life, so I hustle I work to find the finer things up in my life, so I hustle I work to find the finer things up in my life, so I hustle Lance, we got you on the line. Yes, sir. What's going on, Nick? Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing phenomenal. I'm super hyped for you right now, by the way, and probably not for the reason that you're thinking. Um, you're, do you know, you're what, do you by know, the way? I'm super hyped for you right now. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Okay. So, do you know who the artist Roland is? Roland... Yeah, like R-O-W-L-A-N. No. Okay. You're going to have to look him up, and I'm, I'm almost excited that you don't know who he is. So I actually just got in contact with him yesterday, um, and uh, his one of his songs is called Born Hustler. And I got permission from him to use a little clip of that as the official okay. intro to my podcast. Wow. And you are the first person that gets to have that intro before we hop <laughs> into our podcast. So that's why I'm super hyped for you right now because we are, uh, this is episode 16 of Nick at Night, and you are the first person to have the actual official intro music that's going to play before we hop on the phone. So I'm awesome. super excited. Yeah, for real. Like, I literally just hit him up and I told him what I, what I was doing. Um, and like, yo, I got a podcast. I'd love to have a part of your song featured. And he basically, like, no argument, no nothing. He was just like, dude, that's sick. Let's do it. Just make sure you tag my YouTube or Instagram. Like, absolutely. I can do that. Yeah. That's, that's, that's easy. So, right. Um, but anyway, so... Thank you for uh, for taking the time to, to be on the phone with me today. Um, I'm actually really excited to get into what we're going to be talking about. But before we do that, um, if you want to take like a minute, two minutes, um, kind of tell people who you are, um, where you're from, and then just uh, like what you do, what you're about, uh, who Lance is. Okay. Um, I also want to thank you very much, Nick, for having me on um, Nick at Night. Basically, I am originally from New York, Um, Brooklyn, I came to Charlotte, North Carolina in 2008. I've been here about 10 years. I went to school for music, business, and technology, and um, as a youngster, I wanted to be an artist. When I went to college, it really turned my mind into more of the business side. And when I graduated, um, my mind turned even more and evolved into innovating. And um, I started a creative agency called The Element Club, uh, where we have a couple different projects under um, that moniker. But um, the, the main thing that I do is distribute music through merchandise or content through merchandise. And um, that's what I've been working on for a couple years now. And um, that's really what I think my 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 – um, thing is, is innovating, is just figuring out the ways to to take things to another level um, across the board. So that's what I do. That's dope. Okay, so before we hop into 
um, what you do with the Element Club because I'm, like, as you know, we talked last week and I'm, like, hype as shit about one of their products that you guys have. Um, Like, literally the rest of the day that day, I even told my girlfriend that I was so hyped up. Like, I was amped after that phone call. And, like, I normally don't get that, like, fired up after after just an intro call, but I did. But before we do that, Okay, I want to hear from from your your point of view. What is like the state of the union on the music industry right now, as far as like albums and artists, and like what you think is coming in the future? Um, just give, give me give me your thoughts on that, because I'm curious of, from someone who's in that industry uh, or in that ecosystem, what you think yeah. is going on and what you're seeing. Okay, um, what I'm seeing in the industry right now is that it's the okay. So a couple years ago, um, we seen the widening of the, the gates went down. There's no gatekeepers anymore. the The entry into the music industry is now based upon the people, and the internet yeah. has allowed that to happen. And um, labels are are not. <clears throat> they're not developing artists. Artist development was the first thing to go within the label. So they're just looking for the guy that has 50,000 audi- uh, 50, um, fans or 100,000 fans or 20,000 so that they can just invest in something that already works, right? So right. That, that, is, that occurred. Then streaming happened. So we all know people don't buy music anymore. People are not buying CDs. People are not... People are barely buying iTunes um, downloads. They're streaming. It's so much easier yep. and so much more cheaper for a person to pay ten dollars exactly. or twenty dollars for a billion songs and every new song that comes out, right? So, right. What that does now is that makes the artists not make the same amount that they made per unit for a song, for an album, whatever. So now that gets right. cut tremendously, right? So the other side to that is, though, that you may get very, very popular because you have a bunch of streams and you can go on tour, you can make your show money. Awesome. So that is kind of where we're at. We're we're in a place where you can – um make something, create something out of nothing in this climate, in, in this place, um, it's very, very hard to, and you have to know, you have to have merch, you have to have touring, because the the, the record sale, which is really what the, the music business, the business model is really on, is the sale of the record itself, is no mm-hmm. longer, is, is, is non-existent. Right. So, um yeah. I don't think it's a bad place. Um, I think we're in the midst of the transition, though. Like, we don't really know yeah. what what is it going to be for the next 30 years. Because, you know, before 10 years ago, before 15 years ago, the music business was the same for 50 years. It was the same. You put out a, a single, you put out, or, or, or you, you go to a, let's take it even back, you go to an open mic or something, you get discovered, you do a demo, you put out a single, you may get signed, you may not get signed. If you get signed, you put out a single, you put out an album, the album either does nothing or it goes platinum. 
it was a very simple, clear cut kind of thing. And now, right. it's like, people are coming out of anywhere. Like, there's so many, and, and it's crazy because you can have an audience of fifty thousand, and if you're a businessman, you could monetize that fifty thousand easily every month. You could sell something for a dollar. You could sell. It doesn't have to be music, you know, but it could be something right. that's surrounding music, and you can get. 10% of that audience to pay a dollar every month, that's five grand. You could do that consistently for, for years if you want to. And that's, that's going to be more than, than uh, somebody that's, making a, that's doing a regular job that's a teacher or whatever. So, like, it's opportunities like that that, um, that we have. Um, but we're still in a transition place where, where it's like anything is possible. And I don't even know if we're going to get to a place where, like, okay, here's, here's the new formula. This is how it's done. Right. This is how we're going to do it. I'm not sure. I think it's kind of like cowboy time right now, and everybody's just kind of seeing what works, what sticks, <laughs> what doesn't. And, um, yeah, that's, that's what it's hard. Well, it's funny. So it's funny that you jumped right into mentioning that, like, people don't buy music anymore. They just stream it. So yeah. I so the last, the last song that I bought was Roland's song, Born Hustler. I bought it literally yesterday after he gave me the go-ahead and I bought it through yeah. iTunes for 99 cents. And the last time that I had bought music was back in 2012. Like, wow. and I, and I, and I just noticed it. Because, yeah. And that's so crazy to me because I didn't even realize how much time had gone by, but like, I just, when I, when I bought it, I bought it on my phone, but then I want my laptop so I could do my clipping and all that. And so I went to yeah. iTunes and I just looked and I was just like, all right, let's just find this thing quick. So I just went to my purchase. I'm like, Cause I have not, I haven't bought that much music. And it turns out I bought a decent, about a decent amount of music, but I was looking at the date stamp of all of them. And the latest one was 2012, like five wow. years ago, like five years have gone by and I haven't bought music, which is crazy like i think and it's just so funny because it's so normal and so natural right. to just right. stream everything like like i told my like i was i was home a couple of weekends ago and i was talking to my dad about like spotify because he like wanted some song or something like that and and my dad's almost 60 years old but he's pretty tech savvy he's in the tech world but he's not that he's not that tech savvy yet uh right. but he really like wanted to play some like oldies song while we were all having dinner and I just whipped it out and got it on Spotify and he's just like, how much is that thing? And I'm like, I don't know. I think I spend like 15 bucks a month. And he's like, Oh my God, that's expensive. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, that's so cheap. I have literally yeah. almost every single album at my fingertips right now. Right. And that's like, that's so cheap. Like it's like a fraction of a cent per song. Like, it's so small, you couldn't even, like, quantify it. I mean, you could, but it'd take a long time. But it's just right, so right. interesting to me that, like, it, it, it's just so natural. And to think that the kids growing up now, some of them, like, how, I mean, how you and I think of, al uh, of like, records, like, mm -hmm. actual disc records, as right. super, super old, they're going to think of that as far as, like, CDs. They're going to be like, the fuck's a CD? Like, what, yeah. is, what is that? You know, I think it's so even, crazy I think to think that's the world. What's that? I think even iTunes is going to be old to them. 
No. So I think okay, I think you're right as far as music goes. But if you're if you've uh, been paying attention, iTunes actually just came out a couple months ago with their very first iTunes show that they produced. Oh, the um, you're not you're not talking about the the apps, the Planet of the Apps. Yep, 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 yep. Planet of the Apps. That's the one. Yeah, you know so, why they have to because because of content. Like the kids, see, I worked in the school yeah. district for two years. I worked in CMS, so like. I was in middle school. I was in a, the perfect age to kind of see how this was going, see what they were into, see how they were um, doing, um, consuming their music, consuming content, and all these things. And it's like the streaming thing is like it for them. They like they don't know anything else. So I'm looking yeah. at it like, okay, in twenty, thirty years, when these kids are adults, like what are what are they going to you know, be doing. It, it, it's crazy. And that is, I really think that was what iTunes was thinking. Like, look, we, it, it's content. Like, we have to create something for them to be into more than just, like, a, a place to buy albums or buy singles. Right. Know? Well, and even, so I, have a, so I have a younger sister. She uh, turns 20, which is crazy to me, um, in just a couple of weeks. But when her and I talk music, she'll give me some artist or something like that, and she's so much more into music than I am. Like, I get all of my music from her. I'm like, all right, who do I need to be listening to next? You know? Yeah. Um, but so even the generational gap of five years or four years between her and I, I use Spotify for almost everything. She uses SoundCloud for almost everything. Mm. Like, the slight bit, like slightly younger generations, even my brother who's 21, um, he uses SoundCloud so much more. And like when yeah. I look at them, I'm like, hey, can you pull this up on Spotify? They're like, it's not on Spotify. It's only on SoundCloud. And that's how it is for a lot of their music. And I think it's so interesting that that tiny little gap is all it takes for them to be still streaming, but like on a complete Hello. So there oh, you, you there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but what I was saying is, like, that tiny little difference in age is, is yeah. what gets them from one streaming platform to another one that they only use. Right. Right, right, right. That says a lot to how fast we're moving as well. And right. And so many different things that come out. You know, somebody may catch something that comes out that's new, that's fresh, at a certain age and stick stick to it, stick with it. Yeah. And that, that that's crazy that it's only four years apart, you know, that mm-hmm. it, it's a totally different thing that they cling on to. Yeah. It moves so really fast, man. It really does. And and speaking of things moving fast, so tell me, so how long so you've been like you've been actually like producing and writing music for for a little while too, but you've just been getting more into like the actual business side of things, right? Right, 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 right. Well, I've been writing okay. since I was, like, nine and producing since I was, like, 14. So, um, yeah, for, like, 20, 20-some-odd 20 years now, I've been in the creation mode. I went to college. I was the kind of guy that was, like, figuring out my way into the studio. There was a studio on campus. And, um, uh, yeah, I was I was always that guy. I just kind of, like, moved moved my way in there. And then we started a um, – 
a student yeah. organization called Silent Noise while I was in college with a bunch of other guys um, that was into, like, the same thing, and we did, like, beat battles. We put on showcases and, and stuff like that. So, um, but, yeah, college was definitely the, the time where I was like, all right, this is, this is how it really works. This is how the business works. This is publishing. This is owning your masters. This is, you know, this, these different mm-hmm. things that you kind of like. It doesn't really make sense. Like, you can always be the artist. You can always be somebody to put it out, but it's hard It's hard to kind of, like, curate that in the background and be the executive producer or the A&R or, or that person. And that was kind of, like, what I leaned to more so. At, um, and that all that started in college, yeah. Okay. So are you still, like, writing and, and producing music now, or, or is it just kind of like a hobby? Like, what's that looking like? Um, yeah, I do. Um, my thing now is I want to create stuff to sell or to, like, okay. give to other artists. That's, like, my, my mindset now. So I do have a studio in my house, and I do create under um, Melted Tuna, under the Melted Tuna um, name. And um, I did that because I wanted to create a, a, like, a production arm of the Element Club that is, um, faceless and colorless and kind of just its own thing, um, yeah. but that's really that's really the the thing. It's like writing and producing for other people and trying to curate the the, the hits for the industry instead of just myself. Because I think as a person, you kind of get you can kind of get boxed into, um, you know, like your image and your brand and people expecting a certain thing from you. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You got your you own know that. sound. Right, 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 right. So that, that that makes it hard. I mean, it's possible, but it makes it hard to kind of, like, do different things that make sense under a brand that is, you know, specific and, and is already kind of doing this, this one type of thing. So Melatonin kind of, because there's no, like, thing to it, it kind of gives me the ability to go from EDM to reggae to rap to R&B to blues and it still makes sense under a, a name right so are you like so you're so are you like sending beats to artists right now being like yo check this out no um i'm doing that i'm sending songs to artists and okay I'm like trying... full-on songs lyrics right. everything yeah, yeah, yeah exactly like a reference yeah um okay yeah so i have a sound file where i put stuff out um, you can find it soundcloud.com backslash melted dash tuna. You can just search melted tuna on SoundCloud, and that's kind of like my my showcase um, page where I would send them to well, as long as well as sending them specific songs that I think is for them. I would send them to that page. They kind of go through and say, okay, I kind of like that sound, or I like that, or I like this. Um, yeah. So hopefully, maybe one day melted tuna will become. Uh, a band or something, but that's not really the focus right now. Right. So the focus for you is the actual physical, tangible products that you're going to be able to help artists kind of get their right. music out there more in a in a very different way, right? Yeah, yeah. That's so, okay, so talk to me about that. Talk to me about because it, it's so it's called Fidgetal. P-H-Y-G-I-T. T A L I L. Yeah, yeah, physical, okay. and it, it's it's the mix of physical and digital. The words physical and digital, and um, there you have it, digital. 
And basically what it is is just an item, a piece of merchandise that is the actual album. You just buy it. You scan it with your phone. We work closely with Blipper to make that happen for you. And then the content pops up, and you can listen to the music. You can download it. You can watch a video. You could book that person. You could um, get connected to their social media. And pretty much any, any link that they want to put through this, through this T-shirt, they can. Um, and so that's my um, focus because I saw that, like, even going back to the streaming thing, like um, CDs is something that it's still the number one physical distributed format. Mm-hmm. But it is, it's been so long since CDs have come out, and it's kind of past the generation. So I feel like there has to be something because we're still human, even though this 11-year-old knows nothing about um, – like dial-up <laughs> internet and everything has been fast. They they've used the iPad since they were born. They still are human beings that likes physical things, whether they know it or not. And right. we will, it, it's valuable to them. They they still love clothes. They still buy merch. Actually, merch is something that went up when sales went down because the touring revved up. So on tour, you have merch, and it kind of like connects the the, the yeah. to the art even that much more. So in or, so if we could have an, an item that is merch that's just as valuable as, as that, plus adding the content and the music and the, the, the videos, everything else inside of it, um, you know, I think that's something that could that could really be great for the consumer and the artist. So, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm focused on, digital, digital, digital. That's dope. I love that. Like, I, I think that that's so genius. And an idea that I just had, and if there's any artists that are that are listening to this, um, use this if you don't already. So I'm going to tell you a quick story. So I went to, so I don't I don't really go to concerts, which is funny. I love music, but I really don't ever go to concerts. Like it's just yeah. never been a, a thing for me. Um, but a few years ago, um, my brother and I went to a Lecrae concert in downtown Minneapolis, and okay. it was amazing. It was phenomenal. Loved the concert, and on the way out, they had limited limited edition T-shirts of that album tour, uh, or of that tour. And but what was cool about it is the reason they were limited edition is because they had Minneapolis on the back of the T-shirt. Uh, so they had the location for every spot that they were stopping on this tour. They had the right. location on the background or on the background, on the back of the T-shirt. And when I saw that, I'm like, that's dope. I got to have it. You know, like it's yeah. not just your typical T-shirt. And I think, like, for you, I mean, obviously you can do any design you really want to on the front of the T-shirt, right? Right. Right. So doing that, it, like, if you pair up with an artist and they go on tour and they're using, like, they're going through you, if they just put each city, it, just between the shoulder blades, underneath the collar, on the back of a T-shirt, I guarantee that their sales would go up tremendously because everyone's going to want it because it says their city where they saw that person right. perform. Right. Yeah, that's a very smart idea. I never thought of that one. Yeah, it, and like, and I, I, I actually haven't even thought about that until just now for a couple of years, but um, I think that that would be so smart to do. So, so with your design, so, so tell me about, what's that? 
I said that that would be sick. Would be even sicker too is if they were able, they did like something on the back, like going going back to digital and what I do, and have the name or the the city be scannable too, and it'd be a whole different like piece of content. It may be like oh, you know, like he he this artist went to a school in Minneapolis, and so you're gonna get the the thirty minutes that that they put together with him visiting this big high school or whatever in Minneapolis. Right. Something, something like that, whatever, just something yeah. offset. Or even like, you know, like or if it's like from the, if it's from the tour and it's from the show that you went to, I'm sure they have a videographer there that's taping and recording this entire thing. That would be right. a really good idea right. Right. to have that video footage, which is typically like they just have it and they just use it. You know what I mean? Right. That's but true. if they gave that to the person too, that way they could relive the concert over and over. Which right. I mean, if it's a if it's a bomb concert and you get to relive that, like watching it on yeah. your phone or putting it up on your TV, like that's just going to drive people to want to go to their concert again when they're back. Right. 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 Yeah, that's a good idea. Man, I hope that there's an artist listening right now that hears or what I'm what I'm hearing about this and where I think that this could go. So really, what this could be is like a way for artists to not only sell more merch, bring people to their shows more often, but also increase their album sales at the same time. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what I, that's, that's really like, because when we, when we talked earlier about the, about the music industry, like this is what I see. This is what I'm looking at. I'm looking at the industry and I'm like, yo, like people aren't selling records. People like, like, you know, like it's crazy how, the music industry became about everything else but the music. It became about the videos. It became about the the, the yeah. clothes. It became about um, you know all of this this just like like gossipy type of stuff. I mean, I guess that's always been there, but like for an artist, th- this is why they try to do all of these marketing schemes and all this different stuff because it's like that's more important. Uh, on getting noticed than the actual music is. And that's because right. nobody's buying it. And it's because they're not making the money off of having the the music itself. So the, when I see that, you know, I'm like, yo, I have to figure out a way. And this was that thing. I really want people to, like, get get into the the selling of the music itself because what's going to happen is, when people are not buying music, it becomes less and less valuable to the consumer because every time they go and they they listen to it or interact with music, it's for free, and it's for free. Right. Like, for example, a movie. You can go and you can, like, do piracy or, or something or or um whatever, but for a new movie, you can't get a new movie on Netflix. You have to go right. to the movie theater, and pay your $11 and you have the experience of the movie or else you're not going to see it until it comes out on DVD or it comes out on Netflix or right. whatever, which is which is fine. But music yeah. isn't like that. You know, even like five years ago when these streaming services wasn't as big or really wasn't there, it was piracy. People were just going and stealing it, and that made it less and less valuable. So yeah, yeah, man, getting more merch and selling more more albums and more records and more of the songs is is our goal. 
Yeah, and and I and I think the reason that I get so like hyped up about this is because that's what I love. Like that's what I like in the music industry. Like I'm not. I wouldn't say that I'm like super passionate about music, but I really really love it. But what I love yeah. the most, and what I do actually get passionate about, is when there's artists out there that actually can make really good beats, and they have the lyricism to back it up. You know, like, right. like there's so many people out there, and granted, like they're they're making it big right now, and they're the popular people. But and I, I'm not going to name names or anything like that, just in case people like really hear this later. But uh, or they listen to this. But like, there's so many people out there, like they're not even saying words half the time. You're like, yeah. what the fuck did you just say? Like, yeah. you know, like people aren't like it's like I'm excited, and that's why like I really love Roland, and and I'm excited for you to listen to him because I think you're gonna really like his style, and you're really gonna like his music. But the reason yeah. that I like him so much, and, and why I was just like, I gotta have this dude's track as my intro, is because he's actually talking about real shit. Like he's talking about yeah. stuff that he's actually going through, like getting back to where and and I haven't followed it as closely as I probably could have, but like getting back to where like hip hop and rap actually started. Like you're talking about the things that you're actually going through. Like you're not just talking about I'm gonna go to the club because I got so much money, you know, or I'm right. gonna buy these chains or like I'm I'm just waiting on this next rollie. Like no, like you're right. actually right. talking about real shit, and that's the part that I love. And, and that's why I love what you're doing so much is because that's what you're trying to get back to is the actual right. music, you know, not exactly. people getting all hyped up because of the lifestyle and because of the money and because of things like that, because what people don't understand or they do, but they just choose not to see it is there's so much work that goes in to becoming an artist before the money even happens. Exactly. But people just, but because of social media, they just see the money because hardly anyone is showing the journey and the struggle to get there because they just don't want to show it. They want to show like, Hey, I started this and then I made it, you know, like right. they don't want to show the, the in between the, the days where they get shut down by like four different studios because they don't think that their music's good enough or right. whatever, or they, they lose a, a, a deal because of whatever, you know what I mean? Like, they just don't show that. And, and that's the part that I think is the most important for people to understand, because then that really gets back to, like, the heart and soul of music, and, like, you're doing this because you love it, and you're doing it because yeah. it's you, and, and it's, it's, it's what's in you to do. Yeah, I think that, that to, to piggyback off of what you said, like, the relationship between the consumer and the artist has changed. And it mm-hmm. has changed a lot. And it's crazy because I think that people want to see that that part of it. I think they want to see that struggle from the artist and and yeah. um, that, that journey. But the artists don't think that. They think that people want to see cars and expensive clothes and money and jets but they don't. So I, I don't know if, if there's a miscommunication somewhere or, or or whatever, but I know that me and, and what I'm trying to do, like I'm going to try to bridge that gap a, a little bit or however I can. And, and the way that I'm going to do that is by giving these artists who maybe don't have um, a huge following the, the, an item that will give them some type of, backing so that they could actually 
do do it in in a like how they want to do it. So for example, if artists right. have twenty thousand people paying attention to them and they sell a thousand shirts a month, well they'll probably make between sixteen and you know seventeen, fifteen, fourteen thousand dollars with with the digital merchandise, and they can use that because they're not famous yet, they're not huge yet, so they can use that to document now, and they can they can show it, and they can show it in a in a bigger way, and they can do more records, and they can do more shows, and they can, their shows can be kind of like more and and bigger, and I think right. that will give a lot to a lot of a lot of um. What's that word? Just, just oomph to the artist to kind of like, okay, I can really do this. And I, I think a lot yeah. of times they're faking it. They want to fake it till they make it, have that fake it till they make it mentality, and you're just like playing yourself because you're not really focusing on what's real and what's in front of you in order to get to where you're trying to get to. Yeah, and one thing that like I've been getting really into um, and paying a lot more attention to now and what I think is going to be the next step um, and feel free to chime in. Let me know what you think about this. But, like, what you're doing with, with, with your fidgetal clothing is you're giving people an, ex, an experience. And I think in, in the world that we're in now where people, I mean, let's just say, I mean, everyone really, but people that are, like, 30 and under are just getting just slammed with so much content every yeah. single day that we're not, like, we're almost numb to most people's content now unless it really catches our attention or if it gives us an experience. And I think that that's what your merch can do is it can give the end consumer, the fan, an actual, like, experience, you know? Because, I mean, like, you're going to get the tea, you're going to be able to scan it, you're going to be able to get the album, and if you go to a show, you're going to get it with, a special little graphic on the back of the city, and then you're going to be able to experience that concert over and over. And so I think that, like, the way that people need to go and the way that artists should turn is give your fans an experience. Like, that's why, like, if you pay attention to, like, Gary Vee, um, like, and, like, funny enough, like, so Gary Vee and Roland, they just did a meetup last night uh, over in L.A., because um, Gary partnered up with K-Swiss. K-Swiss is making a comeback, by the way, in their new shoe. Yeah, I thought they do it. It's so dope. It's geared like, toward entrepreneurs. Like, yes, yeah. So, but They're like what they Gary did last v, night. Like, crazy. They're using Gary V like yeah. how they use athletes and, and rappers and artists to sell their, their, their um, items, to sell their products. What they what they did last night? Yeah, sorry. What they did last night during this meetup is like they they gave people an experience, you know, and that's the biggest thing is is giving people an experience, something where one they want to share it on social because then now you're right. leveraging everybody else's network and they're just going right. to put you on to their network, um, and then on top of that, I mean. It's just giving you so much more publicity. Right. So exactly. I just think yeah. it's, that's, that's the next step, and I think that's where people got to go um, because people people want to um, – they want to have an experience. They don't just want to see a photo. Right. And with this, with this merchandise, too, it kind of lives. 
right? It's it's like a breathing item because artists can put like different stuff on it at different times. So you may have you may just want to do this project. You put this project on this shirt and. Two weeks after the project comes out, you put out a remix of one of the songs, or you put out a song that didn't make the album, or you're like, okay, for the next 12 weeks, I'm gonna put out the next, I'm gonna put out the 12 songs that didn't make the album. Now you, now you're, it's living. Now they're gonna scan right. it the next week, and they're gonna scan it the next week, and they're gonna scan it the next week, and every time you put on Twitter, new song up on my shirt. If you have my shirt, go ahead and scan it, get a new shirt they are able to live that experience again with that shirt. And and there's another memory that lives with that shirt. And then, like when you said, with with going to a show, they can get that shirt signed. They may, you know, now it becomes an item where in 50 years it's going to be worth $20,000 or $30,000 because right. of what it went through for the last 20 years with that one person and what it garnered. And, you know, like that is another part of it that – um. I want to make make it into you know something that lives like a record like a like a vinyl record like a dope vinyl record from like the sixties being worth you know thousands a hundred years later or sixty years later whatever it is right that yeah I love it no and I think that that's and and that's so smart because I mean that's the only way for like your product to actually hold value for the long run. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not just a, it's not just a T. Like it's got it's got character almost. Is kind of the way exactly. that I think about it. Personality, personality, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, and yeah, and so I mean along the same line still keeping with that, but like another facet of it is you now have people all over the place that are walking billboards that are all right. the checkout cart. Yeah. And then Which, you can scan it and and buy your own from somebody else's. So you may just see somebody on the street and be like, oh, that's what you call a shirt. Let me scan it real quick. And, you know, it's kind of like CDs. Like, either they're going to be like, yeah, you can burn my CD or no. You got to Yeah. <laughs> you know, but more than likely they'll probably let you scan it because, it, you know, it will be a new new thing for people, and then they'll be able to scan it and get their own. They can buy it straight from the shirt. So, I mean, like, if the artist is very creative, like, that's what I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see, like, because it's a palette, you know. It's like a plain palette. You know that you can distribute content through this piece of merchandise. As an yep. artist and an artist knowing their audience and what they bring to the table, I'm excited to see what people want to distribute to their fans through this T-shirt. You know, mm-hmm. like, what items, what things did you do a deal with, you know, like like Integrator, like you may do a deal with um, Pepsi. You may have a contract with Pepsi as an artist, and you say, all right, well, we're going to have a, a link on the T-shirt where you can go and and enter into a contest to have Pepsi come to your school and do a party, a Pepsi party. Right. I, you know what I mean? Like whatever, whatever. It just I'm excited to see what what an artist really, um, you know, what they have, what they can create through that that palette because it's really just a screen with links and 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 boxes and content, whether video, audio, whatever. Like so to have that part of it and that evolve and see what artists as 
time goes on, what they think of, like, because if I'm I'm in it for the the long run, you know, right. this this thing to be like in the to reign for just how CDs reign for twenty thirty years, like this is going to be the way the 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 bottom the most regular way to distribute content, and it's yeah. funny because you have these kids now growing up that. They have a totally different mind. So I'm thinking, like, in the next 10 years, an 18-year-old, what in the world is he going to want to, like, do with that type of technology or with that type of opportunity? And that's what's exciting to me. That's what's fun to me. Yeah. So, like, and, like, we kind of mentioned this when we talked last week, but, like, you, like, what's what's the name of the CD brand that everyone makes their CDs on? Memorex. Memorex. Right, so like Memorex, most people don't know them, but they're low-key the brand. Like, they're exactly. it for the music industry. Exactly. And so that's, that's kind of like where you want to head is like you don't necessarily need to have like all the fame and like people know who you are, which honestly I think with just due to the nature of what you're doing, you will. But like you kind of low-key just want to be like the brand that is almost like a layer on the music industry. Exactly. Yep, exactly. Just kind of permeate and penetrate every single nook and cranny of the industry without without it being about music. I think that's like the the way the way to describe it. Um yeah, Memorex or like a, a streaming service if if you want to say however you want to put it, but yeah, it's just kind of like right. this, thing, this thing that like everyone is connected to that's in the industry. Like, you would know me if you're in the industry. I'm like Steve Stout, kind of. He kind of, like, came out a little bit and done interviews and, you know, like, have done books and stuff. But for a long time, Steve Stout was a guy who was very instrumental in, like, Nas's career, Jay-Z's career, and you didn't really know who he was. Right. You know, and that, the impact that he actually had. I'm just doing it with an item more so and something that is a little bit, I, I mean, I, I would say bigger than just like, you know, helping somebody with their career. And it could, you know, go to a million people. Like I could touch a million people, a million artists with this item, you know, and right. that's kind of the idea. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to get you in touch with, with the artist friends that I have and, and who knows, maybe, Roland will actually think that I'm kind of a dope person and I'll be able to help you get in contact with him as well. Cause I mean, yeah, I think that yeah, I would be, I mean, I would, I would buy that shirt like in a heartbeat. Um, yeah. but because I just think that like for you and I'm sure you already know this, but like, you just got to start small. Like you got to start with like, like the small fish and like yep. get those people that are like up and coming. And, and that, and I think that's really got to be like, I'm assuming that's kind of like your game plan. Get the people that are up and coming before they make it big. That way when they right. do make it big, you're already a staple in their production. Right. Um, I got a guy in Charlotte. His name is Alamuto. His is up right now on the upper foot. Um, he's an uh, artist out of Charlotte that's been doing it for a long, long time down here. Okay. He's also a painter. So we have his out. Um, his album is called The Great Awakening. And um, I'm talking like to this guy, um, Little Scam, from Jersey. And um, so we're about to put it out, like, next couple of days. We're in, like, the, the the last 
testing parts and just making sure everything that he wants to go on there is on there. And mm-hmm. um, that'll be up in a couple of days. And, um, yeah, I don't want to say any, any names, any other names, because nothing is, like, solidified yet. But um, yeah. there's, there's a lot of emails and DMs that are going out and coming in. And um, Good. Small and, and work it up. It's really just getting – it's really when once someone who has um, a little bit of influence, influence, just a little bit of yep. influence, does it and shows it on their Instagram and has it have an example and they're up and they're promoting it. Look, like I said, it's, it's the long game for me, but I already mm-hmm. know that like just because of the product and what it is and how it'll work for artists that people are going to be lining up. Artists are going to be lining up. To get to get it and to have their album and their songs and and, and their brand um, distributed through this this item. Yep, yep. So um, so when people scan this shirt, do they need like a specific app to do this? Yeah. So we teamed up with Blipper, B L I P P A R. Um, okay. So that's who we're working with now. We've worked with Logo Grab before, and um, um, it, I'm going to create my own eventually. So, you know, that's just something that's going to happen. That's going to be part of the evolution of the Element Club. But um, mm-hmm. I really like Blippers, you know. Like, Blipper has a nice um, uh, layout. And when when it pops up, I really like how, how this looks. So we're going to go with them for, for right now. And it may change. You know, at the end of the day, um, we want to create the best experience. So, whatever augmented reality um, app that's out there that has a dope, um, you know, layout and something that is really geared toward content, then um, you need to come and contact me, and we need to team up because um, at the end of the day, like I said, it's, it's really bringing the best experience to, to the consumer. And um, I don't want to rush my app because the idea itself is what is most important, and I have a, a provisional patent on it. So, it's really, it really doesn't matter who we go through. Um, it just matters if, if what we go through is, is the best experience for, for the consumer and for the fan. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so everybody who gets it, they have to download Blipper, B-L-I-P-P-A-R. And, um, and, it, and it's free. I just, I just downloaded it. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely it's free. No, no, no. We would never make you pay for any app. If an app that we use is making you pay for it, then we're not going to use them. Right, right. That's awesome, though. So, like, literally, you just download the app. So, like, I just opened it up, and I'm I'm just looking around, and, like, I'm not quite fully understanding what's happening. There's just a bunch of words popping up on yeah. my thing. But is yeah. that, like, just telling me, like, what I'm looking at, or? Yeah, well, that that app is, like, you can kind of get information on, on anything that you kind of pointed towards. So, um, you know, you have to, like, point at it and, like, hold it there for a little bit. See, it's just kind of scanning. You've seen all the words on on the screen. It's just kind of scanning the area. But once it, like, locks oh. on something, it'll give you, like, that, information of that. That's so dope. So I literally, so I have uh, a pair of Beats headphones, and I literally just held it up, and it just recognized the Beats logo and pulled, right. that, up, pulled that out. So that's literally what it's going to be able to do for you is it's just going to, like, have a, your your design. They're gonna have a specific pattern to them, and then as soon as right. they scan.
scan it or even just hold the phone over that shirt, it scans it right yep. away. And then people are able to get all of that music or bring yep. them to like their SoundCloud or YouTube or something like that. Yeah. So when you, once you put it over the graphic, like it'll, it'll load. So you see the load and then it'll pop up. There'll be like boxes that pop up and you just click the box. This, this box may say, listen to such and such. And you just click it and you'll listen to it. There'll be, a video box there, you'll see, like, you'll be able to see, like, a thumbnail, I guess you want to call it, and you could just yeah. press the box, and it, and it plays the video. There'll be the links. Um, you just click Facebook, and it goes to their Facebook. Click Instagram, goes to Instagram. So, yeah, it, it pops up, like, and then it, it kind of floats. It kind of floats while you're while you're pointing it to the graphics. So if you move it away, the boxes kind of move to, to your movement. If you go left or right, it moves to your movement. So it's dope. It's dope. It's cool. Yeah. No, that looks really awesome. And I love that it's it's just easy to use. And I think that right. for anything like what you're trying to do, if it wasn't easy to use, people wouldn't do it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Very, very easy. And all of this, all this stuff's right there. So it just pops up and then you could just, you have everything. It's not like you have to go to this link and this link and this page and this page. It's, you just... Right there, every single box right. is content, 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 and you have the option to pick this or pick that, and go back to it later on, and finish what you started before, or whatever. I love it. So, if you were going to give like a thirty-second pitch to an artist why they should use Fidgetal, what would you say? I would say, um, first of all, we give more to the artist than any streaming platform or um, uh, music buying platform. We give 75% to the artist, and you're going to make more with this item because you could sell it for 30 40 25 and you're getting most of the profit. That's number one. So they understand the business side. Number two, it is... The two things, one, two of more pillars coming together into one combination, one product that you can give to your audience, and it creates 100 times more value than merch by itself and music by itself. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say. I love it. Well, hopefully people are listening, and... Uh... Who knows? I got a couple of people listening to this right now or set, who told me they're going to be listening to this because I said I was going to be talking with you. So who knows what's going to come of that, but I just wanted you to get that out there. That way we could get, like, just the, the main bullet points, like what is the most important thing to get across because we just said a ton about this and talked about it for a little while, and I just want to make yeah. sure that we kind of wrapped all that up into one. Um and as we do just kind of kind of wrap things up, like, and not even in the music industry, not even digital, anything like that, but is there anything else on your mind that you're wanting to um, just bring attention and awareness to um, that's been on your mind lately? Um, well, like, like I said before, I, I've worked in the school system for the last two years. I'm actually starting my first year as a as an official teacher in about a week. August seventh is my first day. Wow! Congrats. Um, thank you, thank you. I'll be teaching CTE, Career and Technical Education. Um, I'm the oldest of five, and 
I am very, very, very passionate and involved in the development of the youth and kids and children. And I think that we're in a place right now with them where it's kind of like we've never seen the after effects of a generation that is that only knows the internet as a media source as a as a thing we don't know what that looks like when we are you're 24 so i'm yeah you you're the same age like when we were coming up we didn't get the internet how they have it today until right like 14 15 13 like we were kind of already who who we were or, or we were becoming that. Right. There's children who have the Internet have iPads, iPhones at two years old and grow up with that. So my my um thing for adults is because we're, we're it. Like, they still look up to us. They're still children. They're still looking at us and saying, I want to be like or I don't want to be like. That is just what it is and every right. every kid that you come across your niece your nephew the cousin they are looking at you and they're looking at the things you do and how you move and is learning from that and um i want anybody who who's an adult that has kids around them to um i i don't even know what what the the, the main like how to do it or what exactly to do but just kind of like um, sh- open their mind up to what what the internet is. I think that a lot of times we let them look at it as a plaything, like how we looked at video games growing up, how we looked at Sega and Nintendo sixty four. But right, right, we right. Couldn't, we can't we can't create a website or create an app with Nintendo or Sega or PlayStation. They can, they can the same way that they could go on social media and play and have these games. The same way that they cr- they can create anything and what they love to do and 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 I think that we as adults need to be able to show them a little bit yeah. more that that's possible. Do you know that kids you know? are learning how to code in school now? Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. I love it. I I think that's that it's genius cuz that's the way that the world's going. But exactly. like I'm like low key, I'm jealous. I'm jealous I didn't learn how to code when I was a young kid. Granted, yeah. coding wasn't a thing, and you were like a super nerd if you did yeah. code or you knew how to code. But like, it's—I mean, it's becoming just a regular normal. thing for people now. Yeah, yeah it's normal. Yeah, like, and I think yeah, that, like, and I, I, yeah, I love it. I love that they're learning how to code, and because that just plays into what you were just saying is teaching kids that the inter- the internet is the most powerful tool on the planet right now and used in the right ways, you can learn so much and do so much, you know? And so I love it. I, and I'm, I have a big, big passion point for kids. Um, I, I love working with kids and, and, uh, just being basically what you were just saying is being the person for kids that I wish I had when I was a young kid, because I know how vital it is for kids to have someone where they look up to them and they're like, Oh my God, I want to be like that person for this reason. And this reason, 
you know, or right. not even that, but more so to like over exaggerate the the things when kids do like a really nice thing, like over exaggerate it, like make it like they literally just won like the Nobel Peace Prize, right? And and, and blow it up because, like you said, like kids want to be like you are, and if you're thinking that them holding the door open for a stranger is the most amazing and wonderful thing that they've ever done in their life. They're going to continue to do that and to, and to do nice gestures. So I, I'm, I'm happy that you chose to, to finish out this with or finish out our interview um, with, with that thought, because one completely different from what we've been talking about this entire time, but I think it's incredibly important. I'm glad that you, uh, you brought that up. Um, So thank you for that. And again, thank you for coming on. I'm, I'm I'm super excited, and you and I are gonna definitely have to keep working with each other. Um, yes, because I'm I'm not like big in the music industry at all, but I have a few people that I know that are artists that are up and coming. Like I got one of my buddies that's actually dropping his first album. Um, I think this fall. I think in just a couple of months he's dropping his first album. Um, so I'm gonna have to try to connect you with him. Because he is definitely, um, definitely very forward thinking, um, and so yeah, no, I'm excited for what's going to come for you. Um, I'm excited to continue to work with you and just to watch you on this journey. Um, and uh, yeah, man, I'm just I'm just excited for you. I think that you've got a lot of really really amazing things coming. Um, I can just feel it, uh, and and I'm excited to just watch it all happen. Yeah, man, I want to thank you, too, for having me on, man. This was a great conversation, being able to talk about all these different things and kind of just have a convo about what I'm doing. I mean, I don't really do that often, you know, just have these type of conversations right. about what I'm doing. I don't think people, you know, people really don't, you know, go in, in depth with, with things like this. I guess, you know, it just really doesn't matter to them. It's just, like, you know, like friends and family. You know that thing that with friends and family is kind of like, you know, like, they don't really understand what you're doing, so you could talk about it, but it's not really going to be back and forth. It's kind of going to be, like, you talking about what you're doing. And exactly. So it's, good, it's good to, like, have this outlet, you know, at times to just kind of talk about it in, in a conversational way. So thank you for having yeah. me on. Yeah, no, awesome. absolutely. And, I mean, my hope for you is that there's someone out there that's listening right now, and this is an open invitation. I don't care if Lance isn't okay with it. DM him. Find him on Insta, um, find him on SoundCloud, talk to him about this, um, because I know that there's somebody out there listening right now that uh, thinks that this is just as great of an idea as you and I do. And uh, yeah. if, even, if the, even if whoever you are, if you're listening, or whoever you are listening right now, it doesn't matter if you think you can add value to what he's doing or what he's up to or if you can help, but just talk, give the encouragement, because um, I can't necessarily speak on the behalf of, of you, but I would imagine yeah. that just hearing someone or having someone reach out to you saying, yo, I think what you're doing is really dope, keep it up, I'd love to help in any way that I can, like, that's that's a, that's huge encouragement, at least for me, like, when I get that, like, I, yeah, that's huge. huge. Especially when you're trying to do something that is, like, new or like hasn't been right. done or like trying to navigate this this thing for 
somebody to recognize that and to, and to see it and, and to say something about it is, is, you know, everything. Like, it means a whole lot because it shows that, like, okay, what you're doing is, is, is right. You're going in the right way. Keep going in that right way. And I, I don't know how spiritual you are, how spiritual your, your audience is, but, like, stuff like that is very, like, I, I pay attention to stuff like that. I don't just skip over yep. it and be like, oh, okay, no, that's like, God or higher power, whatever you want to call it, telling you to keep going on your path. Keep yep. going on your path. I, oh, yep. I'm so <laughs> we're going to continue for just another second. Just going to add to that. So I am uh, decently spiritual. Um, and so I, I, I absolutely agree with that wholeheartedly that this is like, if someone reaches out to me, it's kind of, I call it a sign from the universe. Um, you know, yep. a lot of time from God, I refer to it both ways, depending on the day, basically. But I mean, it is, it's just, it's encouragement saying, like, keep it up. Like you're on the right path. Keep going. You're not the only person that thinks this is a good idea. I promise. Right. Right. You know? Exactly. So, exactly. yeah. Okay. So on that note, where can people find you um, and, and say it slowly? Because people are listening, so hopefully, if you're listening right now, open up Instagram, go to the search, and type in L A N C E S O A L, Lance Soul. So the last name um, stands for someone's always looking or someone's always listening. So that's how you kind of remember that S O A L. Someone's always looking. Someone always look. So L A N C E S O A L L A N C E S O A L. You'll see Perfect. me. I have my arms open in the picture. It says "Founder of the Element Club," and um, just DM me. You can go to theelementclub.com and see what we have there. Um, but just DM me. You know, I'm a very personal person. Like I'm not a guy out here that's like I'm creating this big thing and I I need an assistant to take my call. No, I mean, just email me. I'll get on the phone with you. We can talk about it. We can chop it up. Um, I really want to show people, really, like I really want to be able to meet with artists. I want to meet with you. I want to talk face-to-face. I want you to feel the product. I want you to experience it. I want us to talk about what, where you're going in your in your career, what you're doing, what you have coming up, and how we can integrate it all together so it makes sense for your campaign and what you're doing as well as your fans, because, you know, sometimes you don't just want to, like, throw something out there. it got to make sense, and it has to kind of roll with whatever whatever you're doing. So I, I want to have those type of conversations. I don't want to just do, like, a transaction. Like, that's cool, but but I want to have the conversation. I want to talk yeah. to you about what was going on and how we can really make this thing big for you, you know? So yeah. Just, you're uh, about the relationships. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hands and you down. have to be. I think, yeah, you have to, especially in, in an industry like that's that's um, intellectual property. Really, that's yep. what it's based on. So, I mean, you have to. Everything can't be transactional because everybody doesn't have something to transact with. You know? Right. So Dope. That's, how, that's how it goes. So, yes, DM me, Lance Soul, L-A-N-C-E-S-O-A-L. Go to theelementclub.com. See what we have going on. I love it. Yes. Awesome. So thank you again, and we're going to leave it on that note because I want people, if they're thinking of what they're going to say to you right now, I want them to type it in, send you the DM, hit you up. 
Um, and Lance, we're going to have to keep in touch um, for sure. We'll definitely have to have a phone call, just you and I here soon, to talk about what you're doing and how I can help. Because um, yeah. I really, really definitely. believe in what you're doing, and I love it. So um, on that note, thank you again for being on and taking the time. Um, and thank, thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Nick at Night. Please subscribe. It's on iTunes Podcast, Google Play Music, three others that I'm, I'm sorry, I can never remember what they are. They're just not as big as the first two. Um, but we are, uh, we're on all of the major uh, podcasting platforms, um, and I exclusively produce through Anchor. So, uh, Lance, thank you again, and uh, you take care, and we'll talk soon. Yes, sir. Have a good one. Thank you. I work to find the finer things up in my life, so I hustle. I work to find the finer things up in my life, so I hustle. Hey. I work to find the finer things up in my life, so I hustle. I work to find the finer things up in my life, so I hustle.